the more you read, the more you succeed. And so if like listening to a great author tell a story makes you want to read that on your own later on or read another book, then we've met our goal. Join Reading is Fundamental, Riff, for its third year of Rally to Read. 100 to foster a joy of reading among children across the country. With six months of exciting themes, read alouds from your favorite authors and illustrators, and lots of engaging reading activities. Together, we can inspire a love of reading. Be sure to take the pledge to read 100 books. A class, a family, a student, or anyone can take the pledge. And then enter the book giveaway sweepstakes for a chance to win 100 books for your school or organization. There's no better time to rally to read. Go to their webpage at rallytoread.org, download your classroom poster and bookmarks to start tracking your reading 100 books today. Reading is fundamental. And the partners work to change the trajectory of the alarming U.S. literacy crisis, which creates barriers between the nation's children and their opportunities. 25 million children in the U.S. cannot read proficiently. 61% of U.S. children living at or below poverty line have no books at home. And 67% of fourth graders read below grade level, setting them up for difficulty in school and beyond. The research-backed solutions, resources, and programs are created by literacy experts to ensure that kids develop a foundation for discovery, growth, and learning. In 2022 alone, RIF reached more than 34 million children with nearly 6 million books and reading resources, both in person and online. So you can either join this with your family, your kids, your grandkids, or you can donate. Reading is fundamental. RIF.org. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy, and thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Welcome Jody Rubin. She is the Senior Vice President and the Director of Marketing and Partnerships for Reading is Fundamental. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Tell us all about Reading is Fundamental. What is it? Reading is Fundamental is a nonprofit organization. We are the leading nonprofit in children's literacy. We have been around for over 55 years. We were started in 1966 by Margaret McNamara when she noticed that she was at a local D.C. school and some of the children there had no books. At the very core of our mission is instilling reading joy by getting books and reading resources into the hands of children in every community we can across the country. Very simple mission. That's amazing. And I know the reason that uh, we're talking today is because you have a campaign that you're doing. Can you Mm -hmm. tell us about that? It's called Rally to Read 100. And a little background on it is a couple years ago, we were kind of faced with, as everybody knows, COVID-19. And we did a survey and we got all this feedback, which we probably already knew, that kids were just not motivated to read. Teachers were having trouble motivating their children, the students to read. Parents were having trouble, caregivers. And at the same time, RIF was hitting this very large milestone that we were having served our 100 million child since our 55-year-plus history. So we put our heads together and thought, how do we motivate kids? How do we get behind them? And so from that came the first year of Rally to Read 100. It's now in year three, and it's very simple. It's six months. Every single month we have a new theme, and that theme is anchored by read-alouds from very exciting and popular authors. 
And then we also have kids take a pledge and we have a sweepstakes and we have activities. But at the bottom line, the goal is really to engage um, young children. This is for kindergarten through fifth grade to get excited to read. And what's a better way to get excited by having an author read his or her own story to the children directly? That is so great. So I have a couple of questions, but one is what are the components of this actual campaign? Like how do they get involved? What do they do? Sure. So it's very simple. It's free for everybody. You go to rallytoread.org. So there's a website. Again, it's rallytoread.org. Everything's free. If you want to um, take the pledge, that's the first component. It's very symbolic, but we believe that taking a pledge is very motivating for students and children. A class can take the pledge, a student, a family. You literally click a button that says you're taking the pledge. And then if you want, there are resources to download like a reading log and you can track your books. And the goal is to read 100 books by National Reading Month, which is in March every year. That's very much just like I said, let's just get kids excited to read and and really push to read as many books as they can. Then every month there's a theme. So for example, October was community and um, this November is culture. And for that theme, you'll see what we call Barnes and Noble Storytime Pick. We're incredibly grateful to Barnes and Noble. They um, have an author do their um, favorite read aloud of their book. There's also a featured author through Penguin Random House, which is a big publisher. So there's two read-alouds every single month. We archive every read-aloud. You can always go back and watch the month before. There's also a sweepstakes. So if you are a K-5 educator or aligned with a children's organization, you can enter to win 100 free books. We are giving away 10,000 books. So 100 educators will win 100 free books. And as I'm sure you know, um, new books are hard to come by for many teachers, especially in some of our communities that are more under-resourced. So it's a great opportunity. And again, we're grateful because Barnes & Noble is helping to distribute those 10,000 books. So there's the pledge. There's the theme with the read-alouds. There is the sweepstakes. And then there's all kinds of activities. So if you want to pull down an activity related to the book to do at home or in the classroom, um, there's activities around the themes. There's activities around the theme of 100. So a lot of schools, when they celebrate the 100th day of school, you can find a whole bunch of ideas around that. There's reading logs. Um, there's puzzles, coloring sheets. Um, so it's, it's again, bottom line, let's just get kids really excited. So there's lots of resources to do that. Remind us about Read Across America Day. Read Across America Day is a, I guess it's not a national holiday, but it's definitely a day that is celebrated in schools across America. And what we've tried to do for the last two years of Rally to Read, and we'll be doing for a third year, is have a, a virtual event to really celebrate. So this year, we will be aligning again with Barnes & Noble. We will be um, broadcasting live from a Barnes & Noble store in New York City. Uh, we haven't announced it yet, but as you um, continue to go back to rallytoread.org, there'll be lots of information. We will be excited to announce two authors and a host and fun activities that will live broadcast. And then if a classroom or family or we've had so many different types of individuals, I'd reach out and share this. You could always go back because the entire program will be archived on the site until the end of March. Um, last year, for example, it was hosted by a young man named Ryan Jean, who was the 2021 Times Kid of the Year. We had two amazing authors, Peter Reynolds, who is incredibly well-known, and Naz Khan. And this year, again, we will be announcing two exciting new authors who will be joining us in New York. While you're talking about this, I'm thinking of my grandkids. I'm like, mm -hmm. I've got to tell them, what's the age range? Yeah, so I would say truly any, first of all, read aloud um, for those who are not familiar 
are an incredibly wonderful way to help a child learn to read. I know there's a, there's the belief that the child needs to be sitting there um, sounding out the words and all that. And of course, the science of reading is critically important. But just as important is to expose modeling, um, expose joy. Just listening to someone else read is just as important in that reading journey. So I would say starting at birth, just having a, a, even a baby listening, but really anywhere from pre-K through fifth grade, I think any um, child in that age range would be excited to sit and listen um, to the to the read alouds. I don't know. There might even be a few middle school kids who aren't too cool for that, but um, it's definitely an elementary and pre-K audience. I know you mentioned a sweepstakes. Is that was that the one hundred books? Yeah. So the sweepstakes is it's for like I said, educators from K through five, as well as like school adjacent programs. It is going to be open until February twenty ninth. And you can enter every single day. So that really can help with your odds. And like I said, at the end, it's we choose 100 of those who enter to win 100 free books. They're all brand new. Many of them are hardcover. So they're really wonderful books to put in a classroom or a school media center or library because they, they last. Last year, it was just fun for us to get lots of pictures from the winning schools to showcase like the, the, the faces of the kids when they saw all the new books they could choose to read. That's wonderful. Can you kind of go over some statistics about children and reading? Basically, there's an organization called NAEP that does every two years, they look at reading scores in certain, um, like first grade, fourth grade, et cetera. When you look at the data, there are approximately 25 million children in the United States that don't read at a proficient level, which is shocking. But unfortunately, it's very true. And also, I think what's a little bit disconcerting is that number hasn't changed greatly over the last years. When COVID hit and the last set of numbers that came out a year ago, we're looking at levels of reading proficiency that we haven't seen in 30 years. So we definitely took a step backwards. The data show that one in three children who enter kindergarten lack the basic um, skills they need to learn how to read. And that in fourth grade, based on these NAEP scores, there are 67% of fourth graders who are not reading at a proficient level. Look at articles and you study from literacy experts. Fourth grade is a really important year because when you can't read, unfortunately, you can't then learn the other skills you need, whether in science, whether in social studies, that you just have to have reading skills. So it's a really critical to kind of hit reading proficiency by that grade. And so we're gearing up to get to March. When does this uh, challenge actually start? So it started on um, October 1st. But the good news is, like I said, everything stays on the website. So in October, we had... Um, Two um, amazing read-alouds. We had um, an author, Ben Gundersheimer, who is also a singer, um, do We'll Make Things Better Together. Our theme was community. Um, And we also had author Peter Chung do um, a story called Midnight. And they're both just phenomenal. Um, This month is um, November. We have Nesting Dolls. And we have um, There Was a Party for Langston. It is award-winning author Jason Reynolds' first picture book. So I highly recommend it. And then in December, just to share with your audience, we are focused on the theme of change makers. We have an exciting book called Bunheads by um, prima ballerina Misty Copeland. Um, so it's it's, it's a, re- a great story. Like I said, every single one of these read alouds is so different because they're very from the heart of the author. They're super grassroots. They're literally sitting there in their, their homes talking to you directly. Um, in January, we have Hattie Harmony by um, Elizabeth Olson and Robbie Arnett of the Olson Twin Sisters. So a lot of kids are, are very familiar. 
as well as other. And then February is compassion, which I think obviously we all need a little compassion in our life. And March, we're ending with inquiry and curiosity. So great themes that every educator and family wants to chat about with books that really tell different stories with different perspectives, different authors, different genres, and great illustrators. So it's a really good mix of books. And how long have you been with Reading is Fundamental? So I joined Reading is Fundamental six years ago. I was always in the for-profit space. So it was very um, exciting to change careers and enter a space where our mission is just so focused on one thing, and that's making sure that kids have books and resources that they can read and, you know, hopefully have every opportunity that reading provides. And has that always been a passion for you, literacy? I have always been a reader, um, so for 100%. And even in my prior for-profit world, I was in the education space and um, definitely have a a daughter who's a teacher and other family members as educators. So I definitely think it means a lot to me. Yeah, my sister's a teacher and her and I are avid readers. We grew up on an island and we had a bookmobile that would come to our neighborhood every two weeks. Oh, that's so interesting. What island were, were the book would come? Whidbey Island. It's one of the San Juan Islands here on oh, the West Coast. Yeah. Rip had a bookmobile back in the late 1960s, early 70s. And we are often in conversations about how we can bring that back to life again. Because there's many book deserts in the country where something like a bookmobile could bring books where there's literally no access. Yeah. And I think what we saw at COVID, when we were waiting for all the teachers to teach, they had to wait for all the kids to have internet. And there were surprising amount of families that didn't have internet. And when you start to think about that, there's probably a surprising amount of families that don't aren't connected with the library. It's not just something that comes natural. And so there might be a lot of kids that really don't have that access and don't know to do it on their own. True. I mean, it's sad, but true. And definitely with COVID, we have our model when so we do these free things, we have RallyToRead.org. We offer over thirty thousand free reading resources on um, Rift.org at Literacy Central. So if you wanted to go look up any popular book, you could find a puzzle, you could find a game, you could find a lesson plan. But our um, I would call our programmatic work, where you know we're a nonprofit, so when we have funding, we go into communities, and what we do is we do book books for ownership. It's a book celebration event. Kids get to come in. They get to pick um, up to three, sometimes more free books. They, uh, they're in choosing. We definitely believe that choice is really important. A child should choose the book they want to read. They get to put a book plate in with their name because book ownership makes it more meaningful. We try to bring um, people to do read-alouds, just like you see free on Rally to Read, um, whether it's the local mayor, police officer, a local celebrity, a local author, and that's how we get books out in communities that may otherwise not have access. Oh, that's so great. Well, I love what you're doing. And I, I love that you are so old, that you've been around for so long and you've been able uh-huh. to kind of track the trends. What is your hope for as you look into the future? What are you looking at or for? It's a great question. We just finished our three-year strategic plan and we just launched a new um, Rift.org website and our, our hope is really to have a nation of lifelong readers. Um, if, and not to get technical, but, as, you know, there is a lot about the science of reading, language comprehension, 
and word recognition, and they're critically important. But what RIF does and Reading's Fundamental does is we just integrate that joy. And there's research that backs up that when you create joy in reading, then kids read more frequently, they're more motivated, they're more engaged. And then that drives reading proficiency numbers. So we know what we do can create skilled readers. We just need to do that as much as we can so that every child, because if you can read, then you really can open any door and you can have that opportunity for to do whatever you want to do. What's the best way for people who are listening? Maybe they don't have kids at home or in school. What's the best way to spread the word and, and let people know what you're up to? Well, I would just say either go to rallytoread.org. And if you want to help spread the word, there's a very easy social media toolkit you can download with posts ready to go. You can just repost. I mean, we would, I mean, we want as many kids to enjoy this because it is something that we can bring to everybody. Um, and if you want to learn more about reading is fundamental, go to RIF, RIF.org. Um, we just launched, it's actually pretty exciting. There's even um, a historical timeline that shows what 60 almost years of reading is fundamental looks like with um, celebrities from Oprah Winfrey's, um, um, Barbara Bush was on our um, advisory board, just we had a Barbie doll, um, a Riff Barbie doll at one point. So it's just, it's really kind of a neat thing to see what a legacy Riff is and how we are looking towards the future. But we really appreciate the legacy that brought us to this day because we know that together with a community, we can continue to help kids learn to read. So before we go, I want to take just a couple minutes and uh, recap in case somebody jumped in a little late. Reading is Fundamental is the name of your organization and you're doing a challenge. So just tell us about the challenge again and how people can get involved. Our campaign is called Rally to Read. You can go to rallytoread.org and it is a reading engagement campaign. We ask everyone to pledge to read 100 books by March, National Reading Month. We ask you, if you're a teacher, to enter our sweepstakes to win 100 free books. There's, we're giving away 10,000 books, so 100 winners. That is going on through February 28th, and you can truly enter once a day. And then we invite you to enjoy all the free resources, the read-alouds from authors, the reading activities, the puzzle packets, the reading logs, um, and much more by just visiting rallytoread.org. And so your goal is to get kids and probably adults too, to (laughs) fall in love with reading. Exactly. Just the more you read, the more you succeed. And so if like listening to a great author, tell a story makes you want to read that on your own later on or read another book, then we've met our goal. I remember a long, long time ago, a friend of mine, her daughter was having a baby and she was a, the daughter was a teenager and we had a shower. And so I brought, I bought a bunch of hard baby books and then Uh some plastic ones that can go in the tub, you know? Uh She was so gracious, but her mom said later that she was like, why, why would you give books to a baby? And that really spoke to me of how important it is that we instill this and that the mm-hmm. more people that understand that reading starts to matter early, yeah. uh, that will make a difference. So can you talk about that? Yeah, I don't have the, the stat with me and I wish I did, but there are so many um, studies that show the number of words a child knows by a certain age, like by three years old, makes a dramatic impact on whether they're going to be a good reader or not. So if you're sitting there reading to, and remember modeling behavior, if you sit there every day, I know with me, I have, my daughters are now in their twenties, but we read every single evening. It was our, from the minute they were born, 
because you're modeling, they're hearing the words, they're looking at the pictures, they're touching their books, they're creating an affinity for reading. You are, you're never too young to start to read. And we have all kinds of, if you do go to rift.org, we have a section called Literacy Network. There's all kinds of like guides for families, tips to read with babies, tips to read with um, um, toddlers, tips to read in elementary school. And a lot of reading aloud, like which we're sharing with um, Rally to Read, you don't want to just read your book, right? You want to change your voice. You want to maybe bring props. You want to like, talk about what you're reading. What is the cover? What do you think the story is going to be about? Who's your favorite character? What are they feeling? There's so much more you can do when you read, especially early on, that's going to give your child or the young reader in your life the skills they need to be successful as readers. And as we said, we, we talk a lot at Reading is Fundamental. It truly is in our name. If you cannot read, then you can't be a scientist. If you can't read, you can't be a chef because you can't read the recipe. So it truly is a fundamental building block that we can start the minute a child is born and continue to grow with them. I have a lot of grandkids, but the newest uh, one yeah. is one. And oh, fun. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. What I do is I get on Marco Polo and mm-hmm. I try to read read a book as often as I can. I don't have a lot at home anymore because I've sent them home with all the other grandkids. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I will go and get them and read them and then and then give them to him the next time I see him because he's not in the same state as I am. And I, I think, you know, I don't know if there's ideas for like grandparents or aunts and uncles about reading to like on video or sending to your grandkids or your nieces. and Yeah. I mean, definitely. I think reading through zoom or whatever on FaceTime or is, is wonderful because they're still seeing your expression. It probably becomes even more meaningful because it's that special time with that person that's not in your life every single day. I also, I mean, every, you know, we reinforce every type of reading, whether you, if you are one, if you're cooking with a young child, you read, like, let's look at the recipe together. That's reading. If you take your child to the park or your grandchild to the park or your friend's child, look at the signs. What does that sign say? That's reading. Um, it doesn't have to be a book. It could be so much, there's so much opportunity to read in your environment. That's like a big part of what we use your environment. Also, sometimes kids like other types of reading, um, ebooks. And um, we have a service called Skybrary. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with LeVar Burton of, um, Reading Rainbow, but he, we were very lucky that he gifted Skybrary to Reading His Fundamentals several years ago. It's an online ebook service. Um, it has over a thousand ebooks and for young children, it's wonderful because you can turn on the narration. Um, there's animations, there's little games and certificates. So that's Skybrary. Again, that's at Rift. If you want to learn more, it's at Rift.org. But again, it doesn't have to be just physical books are amazing. And we are all about the physical book, digital books, signs, recipes. Every word is important to a child's development. There's so many ways you can get your, um, the child in your life engaged in the process. And I think as just even community members that we can reach out, if we see a single mom who's really busy, maybe we can offer to read to her kids one night a week. I mean, I think there's ways that that people who maybe don't have kids at home can use this service and and spread the word. Oh, yeah. They go to rallytoread.org and share it with their friends, their families, their colleagues. Like it's free and it's fun. And there's nothing, you know, there's nothing not great about a good, a good story. Every story is wonderful. And so that is and another, I know I always say if you're looking to volunteer, you can call a local school, maybe go in and do a read aloud. 
there's always a way to get involved. There's so many local community partners that we work with that are always looking for ways to in- engage and support um, reading. And I think because it's so fundamental, sometimes we take it for granted and we forget mm-hmm. that not everyone is getting that. Exactly. And I will say I was one of those when I started there. I was surprised by the statistics. The fact that 25 million children in the United States don't read at what's called a proficient level is surprising. But I think, that, you know, everybody needs to come together to change that. And I just think it, 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 we're optimistic we can change it. It just takes everybody working and, and coming together to create that joy in reading. Well, thank you so much. The website is... So there's two websites. If you want to go to Rally to Read to do the for the program, it's um, R-A-L-L-Y to read.org. And if you want to learn more about Reading is Fundamental, it's just riff, R-I-F.org. Awesome. And if there was one thing that you could leave us with before mm-hmm. we go, what would that be? I would just say, pick up a book, read with the young reader in your life, show them that it's fun, show them that they can do it, and just you know, happy reading to everybody. We have found that a lot of book clubs will get behind um, Reading is Fundamental and do some kind of fundraiser at their book club, just because I think when you're a book lover and an avid reader, you recognize that everybody should want, should have that opportunity. Thank you. And I love this program and I'm going to go check it out and share it with my family. So again, the webpage is rif.org. Reading is fundamental and rallytoread.org is where you can take the challenge to read 100 books. This is for kids, parents, and teachers. Again, rallytoread.org. And it's readingisfundamental.org, R-I-F.org. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in today, and we hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference.